This is Radio Maria, and for this special this afternoon, we are going to be sharing with you some an exciting initiative that has been going on for some time at Our Lady English Martyrs at in Cambridge, and we've got Nigel Carey, one of well, the master of music for Our Lady, as well as one of the leaders for the youth choir. Hello, Nigel. Thank you for coming to the program. Hi, it's good to be with you. Thank you for asking me. Nigel, uh, I, let's let's put it out there. We're not having any secrets from the listeners. I have a personal connection <laughs> to mm. the youth choirs, the song school and the youth choir. And that is because my sons are in the song school. One of them is joining us today, too. Sam, do you want to say hello? Hi. Do you want to sing hello? No. No, no, he's not. <laughs> he's not. And I have been singing the praises, literally, Cara, Jer, uh, Nigel, singing, uh, of the youth programme that is being brought into our churches. Could you tell us a bit about what it's like, what this programme is, especially here in Cambridge? Well, um, ever since I've been uh, director of music at the church, I've been very keen on encouraging to be involved with the music. I was thinking how we were going to do this. Um, I actually teach for some of the time. I teach the organ. I'm very good on a one-to-one -one basis. But uh, if you put me in front of a group of children in a class, I'm, I'm pretty hopeless because they're run ring, rings around me. And what was becoming clear if we were going to start a, a youth programme for music was that we needed uh, people with expertise in order to do it. Um, the great thing about working at OLEM in terms of its music is that the clergy are so supportive of what we're doing, as is the congregation. And so we're very fortunate to have a very fine adult choir. We have a music group. We have a group of choral scholars. What was missing was basically the input of our young people. And I've noticed, having been at OLEM for quite some time now, certainly in the last, I would say, six or seven years, there's been a huge um, influx of not just families, but children and young people. You'll see, really, if you go to any mass at Olem, including the Latin mass, there are now an awful lot of young people and children coming, which is which is wonderful. So what we decided to do was set up what we call a song school, which is basically a junior choir for those from 7 to 12. They could then graduate to uh, the youth choir, from 13 to 18. We then provide eight choral scholarships for those who are 16 and upwards in full-time or part-time education. And then from that, they potentially can join the adult choir. So in other words, it's possible at Olam now uh, to, to sing in a choir if you're seven or 70. That's basically the thing. And uh, it Originally, we started it with my former assistant, Adam Begley, who is now running the music at the Birmingham Oratory, doing a great job there. And we got the whole thing moving. This was followed by the wonderful Julia Caddock. Uh, and during her tenure, really, things moved along wonderfully and the, both choirs grew. Um, Julia decided to retire. And now we're very fortunate to have the wonderful Lynn Alcantara, who is uh, incredibly well known within Cambridge youth music as being a very fine singing teacher, professional singing uh, singer herself. And also uh, she directs the, um, the choir, King's College, community 
uh, choir at King's College School on a Saturday morning. And uh, so both choirs have, have grown uh, considerably. We have great support from the parents, uh, which, is very, which is really um, absolutely vital, and of course the congregation. So uh, the choirs are growing and uh, we're looking forward to a new influx of, of uh, members of the choir in September and onwards. Sam, you are one of these choir members. Can you tell everybody how old you are? Um, I am only eight. Oh, you got to say it into the microphone, darling. I am only eight. I'm only eight. Is that only eight? And how long have you been in the choir? One year. No, you've been in two About, years. Oh, yeah, two years. He got to be with the wonderful, fabulous Julia, and now mm. he's having a load of fun with Lynn. Oh, my goodness. And Nigel... I understand that starting at a young age that they can grow, but why this has been an investment from Olam, an investment in you, in the the other teachers, the other the time. Why put an investment into the choir of a church? Oh, I, I think it's uh, there are lots of reasons, really. Um, if you were to go uh, to that large book, which is the documents of the Second Vatican Council, uh, you will see a very large document on the liturgy of the church, which after all is the center, the source and summit of our faith. And as part of that document, uh, there is a, a couple of chapters on sacred music and why music is so important within the church. It's not just a piece of furniture. It's not just an adornment. Um, God has given us so many gifts and artistically, you could argue, his best gift is is really the gift of music. Oh, I would argue with you. I would, yeah, no, I will agree with you. I will agree with you. <laughs> so it seems to me when we come to the Eucharist, when we come to that great act of thanksgiving, all that we are is offered to God. And that includes our talents. And that includes the great talent he's given us, uh, which is music. So in a sense, the gift is given back to God himself. Um, St. Augustine, of course, in his famous phrase, um, he who uh, sings prays twice. And Augustine understood that because Augustine was essentially converted through music. It was Augustine sitting and listening to the chant that really brought him to Christianity. So this is why it's absolutely central, really, to the to the liturgy. Um, also, if you look at the our missal, our Catholic missal, uh, and it's from its new translation in 2011, you will see that the music in the missal isn't at the back. It's actually embedded in the text. Uh, so this is the church really saying to us that our liturgy, our Eucharistic liturgy, is a sung liturgy. Uh, take our Orthodox brothers or sisters. They have no concept at all of a said liturgy. Everything is sung. Um, and so in a sense, I think we're relearning that as the Catholic Church. We're beginning to realise um, that our liturgies are essentially are essentially a sung liturgy because it is part of our worship of, of God. And from that, of course, we then get choirs. And it seems to me that um, as soon as you're old enough to sing, one should sing the praises of God and you can do it within the liturgy. It's even better, it seems to me. So that's why I, I think we, we don't see the choirs at Olam and the junior choir and the youth choir as a kind of add-on or a, a kind of a hobby, as it were. It's actually something really important in the life of the parish, it seems to me, because 
Uh, and you all understand this. I think you're, you'll hear from time to time people say, oh, the youth are the future of the church. And you think, well, no, they are the church. They're not the future of the church. They are the church. They're part of it. And that's why it's vital that we hear their voices. We hear them reading. We see them serving. As you well know, Olem has a huge team of altar servers. Um, and it's, it's marvellous that we can also... Um, have them in our choirs as well. So that's why I think it's desperately important. And I think you'll see in other churches and other Catholic churches and other dioceses, this is really coming alive now. Um, thanks in part really to the Diocese of Leeds, yes. which, really, which really has sort of set the, the goal for this because they have the, the largest collection of church schools in the, in the diocese. And uh, through uh, really the financial backing of one particular person called uh, Hamish Ogden. Um, he has funded a project for uh, choral directors, for employing choral directors to go into Catholic schools. And this is spread from the Diocese of Leeds now to every diocese, including our own. And this is now filtering through to the parishes. So it really is very exciting, I think. Not least because in many schools, as you probably know, um, music provision always is not necessarily what it should be in these days with cuts, etc. Music tends to be the first thing that's cut. Um, but I think it's it's vital. So, um, yeah, we're playing our part. Amen. And Canon uh, Eugene Harkness has been such a, a promoter, such an enthusiastic uh, support for the choirs, especially the youth choirs. And he himself has a beautiful voice as he sings and is very yeah. lovingly singing his Eucharistic yes. liturgies. Absolutely, I, I agree entirely. And I would say uh, I've I've worked now with three parish priests at, at Olem, and all of them have supported the music wholeheartedly. What we've what we've done at Olem just couldn't have been achieved without a parish priest backing it and the congregation. And Father Eugène um, is a great lover of music, and although he'd never admitted, he's he's really quite a good organist himself. And people don't know that. That is um, a surprise. He's a very good organist himself, and he loves he loves singing. And um, he has been so in, and continues to be very enthusiastic. You know, if, if I suggest something musically, he'll always say yes. I always say that Father Eugène would sing his sermon if he could. Uh, <laughs> so, oh, do it. Um, Canon listening in now. Yes, do exactly. it. Do it. Oh. <laughs> uh, Nigel, there's also a, uh, a, you said there was a music group as well. The Five Alive group, what, uh, with led by the amazing, talented Joe Caprani, has yeah. they also have a mixture of ages within the group. So you have yeah. like your song school, and then they've there's some children singing with their parents as well, which yeah. just rounds it up perfectly. So you've got your section, your section, or all together, and there's yeah. something for everyone. I think there is. I mean, I think we cover. Um, the full gambit of church music at Olem, really, from the earliest music, you know, if you come to the Latin Mass, uh, you'll hear Gregorian chant, you'll hear um, uh, polyphony at the 11 o'clock Mass, romantic choral music, classical music, modern day hymns, and then, of course, at the 4.30 Mass, you've got contemporary music as well. Um, and I, I think, yes, you're right when you say it's for everyone but again i think it's another expression of the church in all her fullness really it's the the church describes her music in terms of a treasury we have a treasury of church music and um i'd like to feel that olem covers most of that 
treasury, I'd like to say, uh, in, in all it's we're very fortunate because we've got so many people who come to church. We need so many masses, which means that we can have a variety of styles. Um, and, and, you know, some people some people hop between the two. You know, some people are very comfortable going to a 430 mass and they're very comfortable with, with going to a Latin mass, you know, and that's the wonderful thing about the church. I mean, apart from the eight o'clock, which is the only mass which isn't sung, um, people know when they come to mass, they're going to encounter um, a sung liturgy. Lovely, lovely, lovely. Uh, Sam... Oh, well, just for our listeners, Sam putting his headphones back on. Mm. Uh, we are speaking to Nigel Carey, who is part of Our Lady of Our Lady of the Assumption and English Martyrs. Is that right? Assumption. That's right. That's the full title, really. Uh, you know, we've it's known as Our Lady English Martyrs, but it, its full title is Our Lady of the Assumption. Yeah. There you go. We want to make sure, make sure that listeners from around the country know exactly <laughs> what we're talking about here in Cambridge. Sam. What is your favourite part of singing in Mass? Um, Into the microphone, darling. <laughs> well, my favourite part was, well, wait, the Mass or the concert? The Mass, the Mass, the Mass. Oh, 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 well, he actually, time out, Sam. Nigel, Sam is referring to the concert that they were able to be a part of. A full is it an opera? Is it a symphony? The Mozarts? Um, there no, is actually the, 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 um, the Sir Matthew Passion. There you go. Yeah. And so, which, is, which is really one of the most monumental pieces of yeah. music in the Western canon, really. And we're so fortunate that the new Cambridge singers um, who were performing this work with a professional orchestra invited members of the uh, junior choir at LM to take part in that, uh, which was a great experience. And I have to say uh, to Sam and uh, his friends within the choir, they really equipped themselves brilliantly um, in the concert. Uh, and they looked the part as well. But many people commented on um, how well they sang and how well they concentrated, because it's a very long work and it's a very compl complex work. Um, and again, I think it's, it's excellent for the children to be involved in that because they were working with professionals and semi-professionals um, with a large audience. And um, it was marvellous they were able to do it. Okay, Sam, so what was your favourite part of doing the concert or mass? Um, so my favourite part at mass is the Our Father, and my favourite part of the concert is maybe seeing everybody. Oh, it was cool. We were talking about all the different instruments that they'd never seen before. It was amazing. And they're singing the Our Father in this upcoming Sunday, July, oh dear, 17th, 16th. 16th, July yeah. 16th. So listeners, if you are in the Cambridge area, you, can, you are in for a delight at the 11 a.m. Mass at Our Lady of the Assumption and English Martyrs in Cambridge. You're all invited. And listeners that can't come. You're also invited to listen in on Radio Maria because we will be broadcasting live the Mass at 11 a.m. We're very excited to come, Nigel. Great. Looking forward to it. And I think this is a particularly uh, special uh, Mass in as much as the first time since uh, we started the song school that the junior and the youth choirs will be coming together to sing. It's the first time we've done it. So it's a, it'll be a wonderful occasion. Oh, I'm so excited to be a part of it. Nigel, I do have to ask, and I've asked this to the other uh, children's choir uh, leaders. 
why do you feel that we it's it, children singing is an important part and you just shared how it's important as part of the liturgy and part of our way of becoming a community and worship but why sacred music why aren't they singing this little light of mine in mass i mean they might at a different time but at this mm. particular mass you're they're singing some pretty some pretty tough songs and yeah. there's some latin thrown in there as well yeah. why that why that Oh, I think um, I, I would say sacred music for a sacred space at the end of the day. I mean, we are blessed with a very, very beautiful church. Um, and that church really, the church has been built for the celebration of the liturgy. It was very interesting when the church was first opened in 1895, it had a congregation of 30 just 30 people in a huge cathedral like a big board. church exactly for 30 people. and and the founders of the church had this vision that basically the mass would be celebrated as beautifully as it could be because she created this very very beautiful church and obviously wanted a very beautiful liturgy so what we try and attempt to do is actually sing beautiful music um, not just because beautiful music is good in itself, because it's the best we can offer Almighty God. Um, and I think also with ch children appreciate it. It's interesting what Sam said. He likes the Our Father. Now, the Our Father we use at Olem is actually Rimsky-Korsakov. It's a sort of a Russian Our Father. And it's incredibly popular um, with people. And so I think it's very important for children that we give them the best. Um, rather than feeding them ditties, we actually give them music which is rich. Um, it, it also it, it helps their confidence it helps their uh, speech and I think also just culturally uh, they're embedded uh, in this wonderful heritage we have of our music going back as you said for, from plain song uh, singing in Latin we've got a, a, on Sunday an anthem which the youth choir are going to sing which is in French uh, so I mean you know um, we cover the gambit, really. But the important thing is that the, the music, in a sense, not only hallows the liturgy, but also um, expresses the beauty of God, the richness, the colour, uh, the, the glory, if you like, uh, that the building speaks of as well. And so that's why we aim to do the best music we can in the best possible way. I love that's a, that's a, a tall order, Sam. What do you think? Are you are you guys going to be able to give the best music, the best sound on Sunday? Yes, I think we will try to. <laughs> Nigel, I must share with you. So last year, the song school learned uh, Ave Verum, and I had the most delight. My husband and I had the most delightful time when, as we were coming home. Uh, from a walk or something i think it was from church or something it wasn't it was before the con before the mass and they were just singing it the, like walking down like Ave verum, doo -doo, and then rowan did the other part and mm -hmm. i was like oh yeah. look at them those are my boys singing latin in the street <laughs> hee-haw take that <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's right i mean you know um Yes, you're right. It's a it's a beautiful Latin text. The music is by Edward Elgar, one of our finest composers. It's the most beautiful melody. And I think, you know, that's a very good example of this music uh, and the text enriching the lives of our children um, and also the people who are listening to it, um, because it's it's so beautiful and it's something they'll take with them throughout their life, it seems to me. Uh, and this is really important. I think if we just give them um, little ditties to sing 
you know, it's froth. It goes very quickly. It doesn't go deep. And I think what we're offering is is of the best of what the church has produced in terms of her music. And, you know, the fact is that they are part of this tradition. They're not they're not outside it as Catholics. They're part of it. Uh, and I think that's what's so wonderful. It's enriching at the end of the day. Uh, and when they sing at mass, they're offering it to Almighty God. And that's the most marvelous thing, I think. It is. So Sam's little brother is four. And he, when he gets to go to mass to watch his brother sing, he stares up at them with wide eyes and, and wants to run up there and be with them. He's got a little while longer, but... Nigel, is there is there when can if you're in the Cambridge area, is there auditions coming up? How do you be a part of this junior school or or youth yeah. choir? Well, what you could do is just simply email uh, me. The easiest address is just music at olem.org.uk, really. And then I can pass it all on to Lynn. What she tends to do is get in touch with the parents. Uh, she can give them further details about times of rehearsals. And then if they f if a child feels they would like to join, then there is uh, a painless audition uh, that they go through uh, with, with Lynn. So it's quite an easy process. And in fact, we're looking ahead now to September and we've got some vacancies in both choirs. So if people would, parents or children would be interested, um, then certainly we can give them information. And as you said, they can either come along on Sunday morning to hear the choir or just, just hear it on Radio Maria or on our YouTube channel. Sam, was the audition pain, painless, painful? Do you remember? Uh, it was painless. It was painless. Very good man. Very good. He did. He did a really nice job. Yeah. All right. So, Nigel, we're very excited to be joining you and all of those at Our Lady of English Martyrs at in Cambridge this Sunday at eleven a.m. July sixteenth. Tune in on Radio Maria England. Come in person. Experience the music and experience the beauty of the church itself. Nigel, before I let you go, could you end our program with a prayer? Oh, I didn't quite prep you for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to sing it or you can sing it. No pressure. No pressure. Me and Sam can do the amen. Hey, something like that if you want. It's up to you. <laughs> okay. Almighty God, we thank you for all your gifts. And we thank you for the gift of music in which we are able to praise you and give you the glory. We thank you for those who sing alongside us, and we ask that the gift of music may stay with us now and always, through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Nigel. Thank you. This was a Radio Maria podcast. If you enjoyed it, do please click like and subscribe on your podcast provider or leave us a review. Every bit of feedback helps increase our visibility and allows us to reach more people with the message of Christ's saving truth. And if you don't already, you can listen to Radio Maria live either online or on DAB in selected regions of the UK. 
We'd love for you to call in live and be part of the conversation. See our website, radiomariaengland.uk, for more details and a full schedule of programmes. And do please consider making a donation so that we can keep making more programmes like this. We are completely dependent upon the generosity of our listeners. Hello, you're listening to a podcast from Radio Maria, a Christian voice in your home. Radio Maria is a 24-7 Catholic radio station broadcasting online via our app, Radio Maria Play, and on DAB in an increasing number of areas. You can follow us on social media. And if you enjoy this program, please do click like and subscribe to us on your podcast provider. Radio Maria relies entirely upon listener donations. We have no other sources of funding, so please do consider supporting us with a monthly or one-off donation so that we can continue to keep providing great programming free at the point of access. To donate or find out more, visit us at radiomariaengland.uk.